0: This is Alan. This is Brandon. And welcome to D6 Minutes, the short miniatures gaming podcast companion to Dice Over Everything, where we choose a topic and talk about it for as long as the dice decides. All right, you've got dice ready? No, I totally forgot. Do you? Yeah, I do. How about you ask the question then? All right. So my question is, what do you... Oh, wait. The first question is always the same question, is what have you been doing uh, hobby-wise lately? Two. All right. Two. All right. So I guess I will go first. So um, I know this is boring because I've been working on this stupid large model for like forever, but I've been working on my Orcs again, Uh, still working on my uh, Gorkonaut, but I'm almost done. I have basically finished all of the exterior portion and I just got to finish his insides, which is annoying because how do you paint the insides when it's like deep and recessed? So, uh, that said, I'm doing it. So whatever Mm -hmm. besides that, uh, I did what? No, no, I didn't do it. I used a big ass brush to do that. Um, yeah. So honestly, I now hate p- painting large models. <laughs> I don't like the large models. I like the smaller ones. It just takes forever, man. This parkour is way too big.
1: I was just treating it like terrain and just busting out the airbrush and like other techniques that aren't. Yeah. More just terrain style.
0: Yeah, I guess you can treat it like a diorama in and of itself. It like has a bunch of little orcs in a couple of spots. So at the same time, it was just it was just too much. So uh, yeah, but it's almost done. So I will almost be uh, orcs paint complete, except that I found one
1: more orc that I wanted to paint. So I have to paint him too. But that's basically it for me. How about you? Alright, well, I've still been painting O twelve. 12. I finally finished the 10 robots. I decided to bulk paint at once. But nice. that was intentional to cause burnout to make us work on the robots. <laughs> for our day. And it yeah. works. But uh, then again, burnout doesn't necessarily just extend to one thing I found it, it kind of hits you everywhere. But I've now finished those and switched over to painting some heroes characters for 012 and it looks like they're much more fun, so it's going to be good.
0: All right. That's great. And yeah, but now now you're back to, um, what do you call it, skin tight pants, so. Yes. Yes, I am. (laughs) Spandex, yeah. I really don't like that aesthetic. All right. So first real topic, uh, I'd like to go, cause this is being on the docket and we just kind of skipped it for a while. Uh, what do you think about using large brushes, like half an inch or more like large brushes for painting? And obviously this is because i have been painting that giant guide. I use quite large brushes for it. All right.
1: All right. It's a privateer press symbol, which means, oh, we've got six, <laughs> six.
0: All right. So let me go through. Uh, I you- love them. These larger brushes, okay, half an inch or more is actually maybe, maybe that's that's actually I actually never used a half inch brush. Okay. All I use the really or... big ones though, like the big ass thick ones. Like uh-huh. the um I used I've used like half an inch, maybe half an inch is too much, like like uh I don't know, three H- quarters of a centimeter. I use the three three-quarters centimeter brush a lot or like half a centimeter. Half a centimeter is not even enough so like yeah three quarters of a centimeter quite a bit on my gorker
1: mm-hmm.
0: i think that's a quite a large brush a lot of people don't necessarily use it but um i found that it helps doing a lot of painting that people say it's like so much faster with an airbrush but like you can just use a larger brush
1: yeah i find you want to get if you want good coverage and get getting into the recesses the airbrush isn't necessarily going to do that like if you want to lay down and for the durability of the paint I find mm-hmm. you want your base coat to be full thickness, not like airbrushed thickness. You could yeah. say you prime really well, but primer is not always that thick. So,
0: yep, uh, yeah. So, like, I was trying to paint a whole bunch of terrain for like uh, a cathedral that I bought uh, a while ago, and mm-hmm. I started airbrushing it, and I was like, oh my god, this is taking forever. Right. Not that it was like, it wasn't actually that slow, but it's just, I had a lot of pieces. And so I took out one of those giant ass brushes. Right. And that was a lot faster. Right. Cause I just needed to lay down the color. Right. And I actually found the brush was, was like faster.
1: Yeah. I, but for- I feel
0: like if you want to do it with an airbrush, you need like to do it
1: quickly. you need a large airbrush, which means it's basically again, just a fat ass brush. Well, yeah. And also you're gonna have different, you're gonna have transitions between surfaces, unless you're gonna mask off things to use the airbrush. You're not getting one color overlapping the other color. Like mm-hmm. the time it takes to mask everything, you could just bust out that big brush. Like you've got to use decent mm-hmm. brushes for this, like decent flat, mm-hmm. flat headed brushes. If I you want to go if you
0: book, need decent brushes, but you need okay brushes.
1: Well, yeah, not not like expensive brushes, but they've got to have like a nice flat, they can't be all ruined want to have like a proper edge to them so when you go up to the edge of the next thing you're painting that it go, yeah. gives a good line between the two but I, for base yeah. coating I don't do that and then for highlighting though I find the airbrushes where you bust out the airbrush and then I don't wow. mask properly I just take a piece of paper and then hold it next to it or just put my yeah, hand in sense. front of it and yeah,
0: it, yeah but t- you're doing it for terrain right because that's the large yeah. projects that you're working on where mm-hmm. where in some ways even the the slight imperfections make it in some ways look more real as opposed to like the eerie what do you call it uh uncanny value valley kind of idea where where it looks too clean and weird right yep so so yeah I, I agree i think that that makes a lot of sense to do again i think for techniques of a large brush what i found is that you know you use large brush and then you have like a smaller large brush just to like like oftentimes when you're sloppy and lazy and you're using the large brush and paint it on, like almost like you're painting the wall, right? Uh, you want to use the second brush to come in to make sure that you're not filling all the cracks and details, right? So you just have a second brush that you literally just spread out the paint and whatever on so that, you know, you have your general brush and then you do a second pass to make sure all the paint is not congealing into those crevices and cracks and and uh, screwing, screwing up all of your your details. Now, I think, of course, this makes it, mean that you know it's it needs to be done on larger pieces where you, there are not as many details like buildings terrain that kind of stuff where, where it's ideal but i feel like it's vastly underutilized with a lot of these giant
1: miniatures like i said by well, like especially, especially if you don't have big <clears throat> excuse me flat smooth surfaces like <clears throat> if you're painting an Infinity tag or maybe like a space marine dread ball well, space marine not maybe not dreadnoughts even because dreadnoughts you can get away with being mm-hmm. kind of messy but if you're painting like say elder vehicles i think you want to bust out the airbrush to do your highlighting just to get the smooth look if that's what you're going for but if you're painting things like natural natural appearance have more of a natural appearance like giant beasts demons. orc orc things as well which you're not expecting them to have been super clean there's no reason to use like the super clean airbrush look yeah it might actually look bad Yep, it looks it looks too clean.
0: Yeah. yeah so yeah and and. I just think that for a lot, a lot of these larger things, like the, the giant brushes, not just like a number six, like like I said, like a maybe half an inch is too much, but like a three quarter inch mm-hmm. is really really useful. I find for that vehicle giant, like that that stupid gorkinot. I don't know how long it would have taken me if I didn't just break out these giant brushes. So
1: yeah, I don't know if you've been getting the same ads on Facebook though, but for some reason it's been showing me Angel Geraldes, the guy who used to do studio painting for Corvus Belly just like dry brushing all these huge models and then just washing them. He's like, look how amazing this is just with dry brush, wash, dry brush. It's like, and okay. Does it look I, amazing? I, the end does, but I don't know how he gets there. He like just zoomed in. <laughs> the end, He's like, amazing. when I do that, it doesn't look like, at all the same. <laughs> yeah, it just looks like crap. Anyways, there's, there's our six minutes And he does on. it
0: without an airbrush. The entire idea is without an airbrush. Yes. Wow interesting
1: maybe you gotta to
0: pay to figure out how he does it join his patreon or something he sold
1: books i don't know if they showed the magic either the second book was a lot better the first book sucked ass but the second book was actually quite good yep all right but it's not well it's got some air it's about airbrushing it's not about big dudes no stuff. there's some painting details actually in the second book yeah it's about little stuff usually not big stuff yeah because he airbrushes
0: it for the, the things, then he he does the details by brush. So, yeah. anyways, I we we did the six minutes. So uh, we probably have one more topic. Do you want to go for this one?
1: All right, sure. So because I'm giving my O12 a military look, I plan to do some tartan on some of them because they've got like, well, some of them just have kilts. So mm-hmm. what color of tartan do you think actually looks really cool on minis? Oh my God, no six again. I uh, should just lied. We don't. It's this freaking six. <laughs>
0: Well, six minutes on Tartans, which I have no idea at all about. Uh, I'm going to give the Cabo Dancer, and somehow you're going to have to stretch out for the rest of the time. So I think it should look like the historical Tartan, which I do not know how it looks. I'm going to guess there's some red in there. If not, then I think red should be there inside the Tartan. Technically, these are are relatively old, so I I assume blues are not that common because blues in, I think, Europe were (laughs) relatively hard, but I think reds might have been hard, too. But not as hard, I don't think.
1: Yeah, okay. All right.
0: Also, my favorite color is red. So
1: Uh, so if you were going to do tartan, you would just go for a red?
0: Yes. Aren't tartans, like, red and green or some shit? I have no idea. You don't...
1: I'm doing it on sci-fi and there's all these new modern tartans that have been created for all the like new military divisions that create new tartans for the Oh really? It.
0: So you've been looking up, you've been doing research, real world research on tartan, on tartan fashion.
1: Yeah, but of course, don't read the background. I just go purely by look. <laughs> on the
0: look. Like uh-huh. someone did it. This is like you're gonna go and choose a tartan that is like controversial because it spits on the face of the history and is like totally against it, and it's like and you're going to be like, wow, I didn't know that this is actually anti, anti, where are Tartans from? Scotland. Scottish? Yeah, so it's anti-Scottish Tartans that you chose by accident, just because they looked good.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, time, time to do some neon Tartans at some point. <laughs> uh, anyway, okay. but the army is modeled off of like the look of a video game, Titanfall 2. So it's not like it's modeled after any historical military. So I feel okay. no do that. It's basically based around what's cool, but I think it just needs to fit. In there, tar-
0: t- there was no tartans in Titanfall two, though,
1: right? No, there's not. Okay, but the fabric they wear as accessories on that particular faction, the militia, is mostly red. So yeah, okay. they're going to red tartan. But it's going to be like with very simple lines. In terms of like learning how to paint tartan on miniatures uh-huh. I just think you paint the background because clearly there's like a background color for the tartan. Uh-huh. It's like yeah. the spaces in between the lines. And then you just work your way up through painting the lines and then maybe there's like some if you go really detailed like where some of the lines, obviously there's no point where some of the lines cross sometimes you have dots in the middle of those or the big areas have dots in those and you just do those last. So, yeah. it, and you first. just
0: you draw the lines like normal straight straight across and then you use the base color to make the
1: gas. squares, the you the squares in between get created by those lines yep so.
0: Yeah. No. Are you going to just paint them one color or are you going to do the shading as well so that wherever the recesses, you're going to paint that darker color of the same color
1: on like along the same line? So I think the idea is to paint the base color first, then fully highlight and shade it, even though a lot of it's going to disappear. I think you yep. need to do that just so it sort of shows through as like highlighted areas and shadowed areas and the colors you paint over. Yep. And then just so. go back at the very end after painting all the lines in and then just do a little bit of highlight areas and a little bit of shading on yeah. the, the lined areas to- Yeah, so to just go up. over
0: the line with a, either a brighter color of the line or, or a darker color of the line. Just trace it with-, with Yeah, it's probably
1: know. only gonna have one highlight and one shadow on those. Mm-hmm. Whereas the actual fabric color is probably gonna be painted in like five steps with five different colors. You're gonna do stippling and everything like that to make it more look more fabric-y? Mm, I usually do that for big open areas, but I think that once you're already painting that pattern, well one way. It's we, gonna we, overcomplicate we, things possibly. But you're already doing the shading, so yeah, there there is the way of I'm just trying to make things harder for you. Oh no, I know. Yeah, <laughs> no, the other guys have fabric lines on them where there's big cloaks. I've done fabric lines, uh-huh. So it may just be a matter of going back at the very end and doing the fabric lines because it seems not worth oh, it to paint fabric be... lines everywhere and then I feel like
0: that's gonna be end up being harder, but
1: yeah i don't i don't know if anyone's going to notice maybe put like two fabric couple fabric lines on the highlights why do you have tartans? For who are these for it's for the varangian guard which are i guess mm. part of, in scottish faction as well in infinity okay. so yep. they've got some tartan going on and then some of the greek heroes have some they're tabards not tartan but they're good oh, okay
0: so the greek heroes are also the greek scottish mix in this future or yeah. they're just appropriating the culture because they thought it looked cool yes. in the future that they're all just appropriating the culture they're like whatever man it's fashion now
1: mm-hmm. i have a question
0: is played a tartan
1: pattern i don't know we're not allowed to look things up as part of the podcast not that's a written rule we don't do it so so, so uh,
0: I am really I putting you on the spot that. to guess? I guess I don't I guess... know what the
1: difference between plaid and tartan is. If oh, you're is, in... is it close? Is it plaid or played? I don't
0: know. <laughs> we don't even know how to pronounce <laughs> the yeah. word. I thought it was always forever played. Maybe it's forever plaid because there was that um, musical that came out, right? And it always confused. Me. I never went to watch it. I just heard the commercials, and I thought they said forever played, and I was like. Maybe they say "forever plaid" because I used to pronounce it. Oh, maybe I pronounce it "plaid" and then they said "plaid," or did I pronounce it "plaid" and they said "plaid"? I have no idea. Oh, that can, that's not going to be a question on the
1: next podcast because it's not manager related. Yeah. So
0: we can we can actually. Yeah, end. but that's basically six minutes. So mm-hmm. uh if you can tell us whether play like first of all two questions whether played how to pronounce played or plaid played and the second like one
1: P-L-A-D is or is it like yeah plaid anyway
0: or and the second one is how what is the intersection between that and tartans? and mm-hmm. is there any or is this just two different cultures that had some sort of similarity in terms of patterning all right uh that's basically it for this these six minutes so uh yeah if you have any questions or any answers
1: uh you can uh, email us at contact at diceovereverything.com. yep yeah, or find us on facebook we're dice over everything or join dice over everything group to comment this has been alan and it's been brandon bye